All right, good day, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel show. So this evening, at least it is for me, uh, we're going to catch up with another new guest co-host because that's the way it's been for seven years and over 400 shows as we record this. And I'm excited to connect with this gentleman because we're probably going to align more than we realized before we even hit and record today. Uh, but he's got a fun background, a very educational background. And as you know, for the show, we try and help you fuel your health business and lifestyle. And it's not always about business, not always just about health, but I think we're going to line across all three because the health and fitness industry is hit on so many angles nowadays here in 2023. But there's also this target of the big business in the connection to the medical world, hint, hint. And uh, I've had a few great co-hosts on to discuss that. But this gentleman today is coming in from 30 years of entertainment industry, funny enough. Uh, but then unfortunately, not funny enough, he was shifted and polarized uh, to help someone close to him, namely his wife. And he turned his focus to health and wellness, which I'm a geek about because that's how I kind of fell down the rabbit hole, helping friends and family with their own issues over the years and then digging deeper, digging deeper. But uh, I know so many people and I've helped so many people over the years fundraising for multiple sclerosis. That's be part of the backstory here. And we're going to get into, yes, the truths behind maybe some deceit, maybe some uh, profit motives out there in the industry. And uh, also his book, which I love the branding because I'm a marketing nut, The Red Pill Revolution. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, John Gusty, welcome, sir. Scott, thank you for, for having me, man. This is going to be a good convo. Well, I, I'm a little concerned because you have all this entertainment industry background. So, I mean, I do have a fancy mic and I haven't been at this for a while, but I almost feel like, <laughs> oh, I hope I can impress this guy. <laughs> man, I, yeah, I, I like to say I, I, I'm a few years sober from that industry because it, it uh, I, I, I have a wonderful history. But, um, you know, like everything else, that industry got got got. Well, it probably you could make the argument it always was corrupted, but it but oh, it, yeah. it, it it just it it parlayed into this big corporate ball of goop that everything is now. And and well, where there's money, there's corruption, that, right? which is kind of a little bit of the backstory on yeah. uh, what we're chatting about today. But you know, I'm going to screen share right off the bat for the YouTube yeah. fans out there, uh, visually, people, the Red Pill Revolution. Okay, this is a big back story. Well, front story slash backstory for today's show. Obviously, a big theme here. And that's why I want to make sure people understand so they keep listening. Okay, this is some important stuff. And obviously, we're probably going to get a little edgy with some of this stuff because you and I were joking around before we record today that uh, we've lost this power and this wonderful experience of having a healthy debate, right? And about it's okay if people disagree or maybe don't understand everything just yet in their life or in their in their rabbit hole of research as I like to refer it to uh, but so many people are polarized and afraid to disagree for now uh, but then what I like to do with my podcast is at least entice you enough to help you realize like whoa wait a minute maybe Scott and John got something here maybe there's a reason why he put this book out maybe I should take some time maybe take a few months maybe take a year or two depending on your level of consumption but maybe I need to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, what are your thoughts on that as our new guest co-host? Well, you know, I mean, as we were talking before we we, we got rolling here, I'm a huge advocate of keeping the art of conversation alive. And, and, and it, you know, it, it's, it, it's a serious fight because conversation, um, in full disclosure, I'm 57, um, graduated high school in 83. Um, and it, it's, it, 
it's interesting looking back 1983 um i i, I vividly remember a time pre-boy george mm. when uh you know the only um you know androgynous man was 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 bowie you know maybe the new york dolls oh, or yeah. something like that and, and and when when boy george hit the scene um in a massive way very quickly became mainstream um this is 1983 uh that's uh, uh, when i graduated I, you know i'm i'm in I'm, I'm in high school and i had at that time pre-boy george handful of friends that were gay and it wasn't like a big deal yeah. in any in, in in the early Late seventies, early eighties, it wasn't a big deal at all. And then, you know, a lot of the a lot of the eighties music had a, had an androgynous flair to it. it. wasn't no no nobody. I I don't ever remember there being this divisive spirit about sexuality or androgyny, any 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 of that stuff. And you you flash forward to today, <laughs> and how did it how did it go from? I, I mean, I, I it, uh, let me let me back up real quick. Yeah. I'm going to high school in Tempe, Arizona. So, so not only, and not only was sexuality not that big of a deal. Um, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in the, the Arizona state of Arizona, heavy Hispanic, um, and, and, and black, uh, population in my school, heavy Mormon. I, we actually had a Mormon tabernacle attached to my school. So oh, Tempe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I used to live in Arizona, so I, I used to fight your wildfires out there with the federal yeah. government. So been out, you know, been out there a while. Like I didn't know that you had Putting that out the know. fires that they started. Eh? Well, uh, <laughs> we didn't start the fire. But, um, but. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Billy Joel cheesy. Uh, anyways, but uh, no, no, but I, I just I did not grow up in a time where gender was an issue, race was an issue, sexuality was an issue, nationality was an issue. Everybody just was cool living life, you know, and it's, it is painful today to see how divisive everything has gotten through, but quite frankly, through corporate marketing. It's so, all, and it's as a all, guy who is literally, I have a marketing company, I as, have years as, as of professional sales background <laughs> yeah. And, but we also, the pause on that note, we have a choice in how we do business, who we do business with, and how we align ourselves. And I got to feel good about who I work with and who I'm putting out to the world as a client. So I personally take that. I literally, thanks to the firefighting out there when you're in your state and all over the West as a hotshot, I have duty, respect, and integrity tattooed on my ribs. And I live by that, not just personally, but professionally. And I yeah. think if more companies could just align on that concept alone, oh my God, I, I don't think there'd be anything viral anymore. <laughs> well, and, 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 I, and I think maybe independent companies do, but you know, independent companies are becoming more and more rare. I mean, the as as independent companies get successful, they they almost inevitably always get. Uh, bought up and and once they're bought up they're 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 you know they're absorbed into that oh, and then they become bastardized of, you know it's uh, like, yeah. of, of grossness and and then they're then they're just a name and a logo that has to align with whatever the mother corpse narratives and and mar marketing initiatives might be yeah. and, and 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 so so you you know, individuality man individuality professional individuality um personal individuality is is definitely the enemy of the state and, and and by the state i mean the corporate state um the corporate state is government the corporate state is medicine the corporate state is law the corporate state is 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 
everything that that that, that we call the system mm-hmm. schools everything food and, and let's pause on that because again the history of this show i don't get i don't have the time to get sucked into the the negativity and the polarization of religion and politics but this this subject that we're diving into here extends beyond that because both sides are at fault politically or whatever you want to take on this this is i even argue picture. that there i even argue that there isn't even two sides oh good point I, nicely said yeah, yeah. like on, honestly I, if, if if there are two sides in my humble opinion it's this um there, there there's a group of people i call it the the control group mm-hmm. people who like to be controlled there's a there's a there's a comfort in being controlled and letting somebody else take the lead oh and, absolutely and and, yeah. and and i think we've seen that in personal relationships oh we can see that just the past couple of years yeah. with the people that were okay with yeah. whatever bs was being spewed but, with the whole so vid life <laughs> yeah so you've got you've got this control group and in that group there's the people that want to be controlled and then there's the people who are all too happy to control and so you've got that group and then over here you've got everybody else and i think those are the two the real two sides is people is the control group and then everyone else and that control group is um is is it is a religion it is an ideology i mean it has all of the earmarks i mean i mean if you you know i i i i refer to the, the district of columbia in general as a religion i mean i mean it is i mean there's it involves belief in a higher power and authority it requires submission and surrender to that higher power sure um, the desire to be led which is you know an earmark of religion um it involves hope and faith in that higher authority um and that hope and faith hopefully results in comfort and security everyone's looking for comfort and security and there's even you know you could take even take visuals and stuff like the robes and the ceremonies and the oaths and the chants and the mm-hmm. sacred texts and so it's, it is it is very very much a religion and that that it's it's a very aggressive religion and it, it here's a quest here's a question for you scott do you do you believe that a human being has the right to declare non-consensual, this very key word, non-consensual authority over another human being. Do you believe that that... Well, no, because you just said non-consensual. So there's no consent. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you answered no, because I think that's that's the sane answer if you answered yes. Yeah, and again, the key was- word there is, look at the definition of non-consensual. I mean, and actually, hell, but, to be fair, but- even if it is consensual... I have an ethical issue with a lot of stuff. Like I'd rather work together with somebody, not control that. Right. Like, okay, let's, let's educate each other. Let's help each other through that, that next step of life or that chapter. Let's, let's do the research again. Let's do the education. Together. I'm not going to just control somebody. So even if somebody gave me yeah. consent, I still feel weird about that. I'm like, eh. well, and that, that's why I buck against this whole, you know, people talk about the two sides, you know, the red and the blue, the right and the left. It's like, I think that's, I, I don't think I think that's all a, a ruse. Well said. Um, well said. That that the right and the left, the red and the blue, the Republicans and the Democrats are all statist, mm-hmm. and that religion believes that they have the authority, the non-consensual authority over other people. Right. Which I again, never we gave, saw the failure of all that mess just with the past yeah, couple of years. Yeah. I and never lots gave of other things. So. Yeah. I've look, never look at the grave of the medical industry, which we're going to talk about here, right? It's like, yeah. Jesus, it's like, okay, yeah, we've, we have allowed ourselves to be sucked down a, a, a hole that is worth billions 
if not trillions of dollars uh, stemmed on greed. But and I, I wanted to hit that real quickly because I want to pause. So just for a quick rewind for the listeners to help them understand the power behind this energy you've put forth uh, with all the different partnerships, right? The co-authors of your book and everything else, because I, I don't, I want to make sure listeners also understand there is a personal passion behind this because of the love of your life. So let's yeah. at least let's let's check that off of the list because I think that's an important part about who you are and, and where you're coming from. So people understand the passion behind the red pill and more. Uh, well, so and again, as a guy who's raised money for MS, and I have a, a good friend of my wife's, her mother is living with a, a severe MS, and they're they live like ten minutes from us. So we we have this all around us all the time. Yeah. So the i'll do this as quickly as humanly possible so lifetime in the music business i lied my way into my first job at the age of 14 nice got working at a, a record store called zia records in tempe arizona um it said i was 16 i was really 14 and i never stopped being that 14 year old kid in a record store i just got older and started managing record stores and then i and, and then i formed bands and got on record labels and went on tours and got even older and wife and kids came into the picture and i stopped trying to be a rock star and started working for them and worked for management companies started a few record labels that are still in, in existence to this day and doing quite well I was hearing uh, hustle i love it hustle and, and, and so so i've seen the re- i've seen the music industry i've i've been i've been the kid in the record store i've been the guy on stage I've I've actually been the guy in the record store who unboxed his own CD from <laughs> from, from 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 the label. I took it off the off the UPS truck, opened the box, priced it, put it on the shelf, and and watched its entire life cycle. I even took the unsold copies, put them back in the box, and returned them Ouch. back to, you know, years later. You know? I mean, it it, hap- it happens to all it happens to all releases, you know. And uh, there's 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 always excess and. And so like, I, I, I understand that. And I, when I was younger, I was in awe of, of the, the, the industry and the artists. And I, I, as I, as I got older and I worked through and worked up through that, that industry, I kind of had a lot of wind taken out of my sails because I saw how manipulated and scripted and produced everything was. I mean, these, I mean, when I got older and actually got to work with and alongside some people that I used to really idolize realizing man and those they don't have any control over their career at all they don't write their songs they're told how to dress they're told you know what clothes to wear they're they they don't even get to decide on their own album covers their lyrics are changed to meet some sort of corporate you know demand or whatever and 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 it's showbiz it was sad it was a sad realization to, to to see that side of things but it's showbiz um when my when I met my wife, I met, my wife is also part, part of the music industry. We actually met at uh, at Tower Records, and um, I, I, I used to manage Tower Records stores. And she a was long standing brand for a long many years. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, fantastic, fantastic organization. Uh, she was the BMG rep in in my area. BMG and, uh, man. Oh man, we yep. are connected here. Oh, okay. All yep. Right. And and, uh, and and when I met her, she had she was walking with the cane because she was diagnosed we can talk about that word i've got a whole lot to say on that word oh yeah he's diagnosed for the listeners he just air quoted that diagnosed we're going to get into that too she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and um when we became a couple i'm i'm a you know i'm not bragging i'm just telling you how it is i'm 
never been a, an unhealthy person. I've, I, I, I had zero experience with the medical industrial complex. I mean, nothing. I just, you know, I just lived my life and it wasn't until she came into my life that I even started interfacing with the medical industrial complex. And when I did, I treated that like any other project that I've worked on. I just dug in and got, and got to work and start, you know, I'm the, I'm the kind of guy to get on the phone and start asking questions and finding who I need to talk to. You know, I just, you just, I'm sure you're the same way. You just get in there and you dig and, 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 and you, 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 you have an objective and you do everything you can to meet that. Well, I, th objective. I think it's our personal responsibility. A lot of people want to just hand off their, their health to a, a MD or, you know, their family doctor, whatever. But I'm like, I, th I think people forget that they're there for the worst case scenario. Like you, you still have responsibility to understand what's going on that you're doing yeah. to yourself or what you could be taking the next steps on, mm -hmm. not just blindly following like, Oh, okay, well that's what you say. I'm, I'm going to take that drug and hope. And Oh, yeah. oh that's right. Oh, the side effects. Oh, okay. Well, if you get the doctor and I'm not even going to research any of that, like what? No, no. Well, there's two things that became abundantly clear to me very, very early on when I started digging into the medical industrial complex and interfacing with it. First of all, let me tell you, I understand ego. I, I come from the music industry. Um, in a client situation, I've actually been in the same room with Kanye West on a number of occasions. I oh. do understand. I do understand. Yeah, I just I just say that because I understand ego. I've sat across the table from ego, all kinds of egos, and I have. He's a character. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, and, and, and honestly, my my interaction with the guy was wonderful. I mean, uh, we, early I, in the I, career, <laughs> um, it was right around the graduation record. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, I, uh, so, so I, I, I understand point being, I understand ego. I've, I've, I've stared it in the face many, many, many times. Um, sometimes even looking in the mirror, if I'm being honest. And, um, I and think I, we're all guilty of that. If you're, yeah, a hard, oh, if you're yeah. a hard charger and you've worked hard to get what you're at, yeah. there's a little bit of ego there. It's all right. Absolutely. It needs, it needs to be there. Ego is not a good thing or a bad thing. It's agnostic. It's what well, you what, do what are your, on that note real quick. What are your thoughts about, uh, again, because I think it's going to be a part of this is, is narcissism. Like I've read great, oh great books we, about narcissism can be used in a, in a positive way. We're, we're getting, we're getting there. Cause, cause oh, yeah. this, this culture is marinating in narcissism, Ooh, you know, yes. and, and, and narcissism is that, that marinade was mixed and, 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 and made by, by the, the technocracy, mm. you know, that, 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 that we're, we're all experiencing right now. But anyways, that's a whole other thing. Um, I, 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 I did, I understood ego, but I'd never seen ego. Like I'd seen it in the medical industrial complex ever. Um, I also, quickly realize that the medical industrial complex is just as, if not more so, scripted, produced, and manipulated than the entertainment industry ever even thought of being. Um, there Absolutely. was at least room for some creativity in the entertainment industry. There's room for no creativity in the medical industrial complex. Those those people that live in that world are reading from a script and, and they live inside a template and you go outside that script or go outside that template and you are you are chastised sometimes. I mean, there's there's literally people in federal prison right now for having the audacity to be in the same room with a microscope, blood and, and the patient giving an analysis. Look up live blood analysis. Even on the bastion of truth, Wikipedia, you'll even see there's people in federal prison right now for having the audacity to be looking at blood of a patient with the patient there and doing live analysis. That's actually illegal. Um, it's, my, up, it's my blood. But yeah, that's a whole. You, you, you'd think so, yeah. but next 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 time you go to give a blood sample, 
um, try, try to, try to track your blood sample, try to, try, try to go. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you, you literally, at least here in the state of Tennessee, there's a company called LabCorp. Yep. I'm sure. Oh, LabCorp is yeah. a national entity. They're here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. When, 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 when you, when you go into a, like you could go into a Walgreens or something to yep. give blood, but they have their little LabCorp room. You're literally, literally going into another legal jurisdiction when you walk into the LabCorp part of the room. You are literally leaving one jurisdiction and going into another. And in that lab core jurisdiction, you've got zero rights. Yeah. You know, they're 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 gonna take your blood. You, 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 I tried following my blood from the time it was extracted because I wanted to be there when the person I wanted to stand beside the person doing the test and I wanted to be able to ask questions. Not 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 even legally possible. Not not a not a no and the work. crazy thing is because I've interviewed so many doctors and scientists now over the years in this show is that I'm aligning with you on this is that so many of them have said, yeah, a general MD doesn't have as much depth on that subject as well as the nutritional. That's a whole, I mean, I've, I've talked yeah. so much about nutrition. And the, they admit, they're like, oh, yeah, well, depending on the MD, it might have had five hours. It might have had one week of education on their entire MD on nutrition alone. And I was like, okay, that's great. So they nobody should be listening to an average MD on that. Um what, what to, I'm to your say, point is that that 10 minute threshold, right? That is, that's a part of the industrial complex. Like if once your practice, because a buddy of mine's practice was bought out and they have flipped that switch, dude, they, they are told that you don't spend more than 10 minutes with yeah. a patient. And I'm like, how the hell are you supposed to even understand what I went through this morning, let alone the past month or whatever? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not about, it's, it's, it's about their, their model is they have three tools in their tool belt. They're going to drug you, they're going to burn you through radiation, or they're going to cut you through surgery. Yep. It's either drug, cut, or burn. That's that's the only tools they got. That's they, a t-shirt. They're, to your point, they're, they're not taught preventative anything. They're not taught they're not taught nutrition. They're not taught exercise. They're not taught light. They're not taught water. They're not well, taught. Well, because who foots the bill for all the labs, well, the lab equipment, the research? Well, it's a, yeah. It, 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 it's the allopathic medicine is a intentional business model that was created by John D. Rockefeller. There's a wonderful documentary called Rockefeller Medicine by James Corbett. James Corbett is probably one of my favorite. I love documentaries. Rockefeller yeah. Medicine. Well, yeah. James Corbett is probably the, in my opinion, the best documentarian and commentator uh, alive right now. And uh, it is time well spent to go look up any of his work, but specifically Rockefeller Medicine by James Corbett. Watch it. It's probably uh, the best hour you will spend in front of a screen. Oh, it's going but, on the list, my friend. <laughs> but, but anyways, I, I uh, you know, in a, in a quest to find out answers about my wife, I, I you know, in a, in a nutshell, it took about six months of digging to realize that the that entire industry is is it's just BS, mm -hmm. and 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 I'm not saying that there are not good, well-meaning, sincere people that work in that industry, but the industry as a whole is is deceptive, is profit-driven, and it is not looking out for the best interest of a patient in any way, shape, or form. Very, very good pause point is yes, I've thanks to just people I've met through this wonderful online world of podcasting and who have honored my show and my audience, I do want to honor those people who have chosen that, okay, maybe what I learned in school wasn't right, or should be questioned. Yeah. And this is the MD world. This is the uh, the dietetics world, the nutrition world, all that, nursing. Uh, and yeah. they said, okay, in my free time, because they have a heart and they care and they truly believe in their ethical commitment, 
they start doing the other studies in their free time, becoming mm. a nutrition nutball, right? And then like nowadays, I'm very excited. It's like now I'm seeing guys doing uh, secondary degrees in functional medicine, right? Getting more aligned with the old Eastern medicine practices too. Can we just talk? Can we just stop and, and, yeah. and think about that term, functional medicine? Yeah. Does that I mean like... Shouldn't that, that just be, isn't that like so a Why is that not a baseline, system? right? Duh. Right. You it's know, like, like, duh. It's like functional well, medicine. Like, that's, that's like saying hot fire. Well, you know? I know, right? It's, well, it's water. But now it's a new, it's, it, now it's a fad or it's something new. Which I know. I'm, ex- I'm excited by it. But here's the, I actually, hold on, since we're pausing on keywords, why is it that we refer to, what? how do we define traditional, quote, traditional medicine? Technically, if you're going off of tradition and mm-hmm. history and long-established practices with proven health results, I've learned over the, all these years now, it's like, well, hold on. Why, why all of a sudden are we like, oh, well, you're weird if you look at that Eastern medicine or the, you know, the Asian history, all these yeah. other influences. Like, the wait stuff a minute. that's worked for hundreds of years. Yeah. yeah. But where do you think modern, modern medicine came from? Its roots were stemmed there. Some. <laughs> Some, 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 I mean, some. what we yeah. call, what we call modern medicine is, it, it is, it is just a corporate structure. That's no. all, that's all it is. If it's not made in their labs to be, to generate profit, it, everything else is woo woo, you know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. keyword woo woo. <laughs> so, so the people that work in that industry go to government schools to get government certified, to have government positions inside government, government medical centers. It's oh, all, yeah. it's all government. And Anything and 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 that whole structure makes quackery out of anything that's not in that structure. And so so anything that is um, of of natural, yeah. I mean, we even use the term alternative. I hate that term. Alternative to oh, what? alternative medicine, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, alternative to what? I mean, you 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 can't tell me that you know the you know something as as scientifically simple as like the healing powers of distilled water that's not alternative that's life we live in a distillation unit earth is a natural distillation unit so you know something like that would be considered alternative medicines alternative alternative to a big layer of corporate crap yeah and, and that's something that i would would like to like an alternative to but but anyways um back to my wife um and and, and that whole journey so so i i quickly realized that um i wasn't going to get anywhere with um the medical industrial complex i wasn't getting any sort of answers nothing that made sense um found out very quickly that like a lot of times if you and and i know there's there's got to be many many people listening to this that that felt this way if you do your own research and you ask your own questions and you get familiar with the topic nine times out of ten you're going to have more knowledge experience and perspective in your head than the person you're sitting in the room with that has a white coat and the letters MD after their name I, I, can, I love trumping an MD from and, time and, to time and, and, <laughs> and again that that's when you see the ego because a, a lot a lot of these a lot of these people yeah, that is a profession there you you had mentioned you said something a little bit ago that I I want I want to I want to champion you do I do want to honor the good, the good people that get in, get Absolutely. into, and, 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 you know, and, and by the same token, I want to, there's really good people for the exact same reasons that get into government teaching. They really want to teach, you know, they, they just, that, that, that's a, that's a wonderful, that, 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 that's a it's wonderful. It's a thankless career. Path. It's a yeah. thankless career. To, to want, to want to teach. Teaching is a, is, is, is a, is a thankless discipline, but you know, thank goodness there's people out there that want to do it and that are good at doing it. But these people, 
And they don't even think I'm going into a government system while they're doing it. They just may spend a lot of time, money, effort to get to a job that happens to be a government job. And then they get in that job and then they realize, man, I'm, I'm not allowed to teach. I'm not allowed to discipline. I just have to follow the script. And then their so, spirit and their but, heart yeah, and their are passion broken. are just... That's, yeah, that happens in the government school system. It happens in the military. You know, yeah. people get into the military for the best of reasons. And they get in there and start, they realize, crap, we're just contractors for some corporate layer of crap that we don't even, most people in the military don't agree with any of the stuff that they're mm -hmm. contracted to yeah. do. So, so, so there's, there's, there's these, I too want to honor those noble professions that people get into for the best of reasons, but they just don't realize that those those verticals, those structures, those infrastructures, those those businesses are what they are. It's only after years of being involved in them that they realize, oh crap, mm. you know, I'm not even I'm not allowed to teach. I'm I'm not allowed to 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 do the military right thing. You know, I, I can only do what I'm told. I'm not allowed to heal people. You know, and if and if and if I had a dollar, and I've taken many, I, man, my my wife has had some amazing people try to try to work on her. And we always end up at, 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 at a wall because they can't they can't have the conversation with us that they know that they need to have. And I'll end up out in the hallway and they'll be looking around. And, and, and I've had so many MDs look me in the face and go, John, I know, but I, you know I've yeah. got a business. I've got a wife. I've got a kid. I've got a mortgage. You know, I can't you know, I can't do this. I, I'm sorry. You know, please stop. Stop pushing me, you know, and, and, and but I, I you know, I, I will push to a point to where I get I, I will get the I will get the professional to admit it, either they don't know they don't have an answer. And that's OK. Just say you don't have an answer, yeah. you know, or 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 admit that the answer that they're giving us is. Is harmful in many cases, a lot of quote unquote medical advice is harmful and in far too many cases, it's deadly. You know, mm -hmm. I will go as far as to say, you know, and I'm not speaking for everybody, but, you know, it, there used to be a time when you could do searches for the the number one cause of death and uh, medical malpractice used to be, you know, always uh, they've, they've, they've since changed all the wording and stuff like that. But I mean, hospitals are the leading cause of death worldwide, mm -hmm. hands down. And, and, and people don't not enough people realize that. I mean, you are if you are going into a hospital, you are going into a facility that has crappy light, crappy water, crappy air, crappy food, and, and, and they're pumping you full of non-natural God knows what, you know, and, 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 and you're being lorded over and, and cared for by people who aren't taught nutrition they're not taught light water air not taught anything they're, they're taught how to cut how to burn and how to drug yep. and and I, you know again there's a lot of good people that are in that profession that mean well um my, my hope is that the events of the last certainly the last three years have woken many of them and i and i know because i work with many many of them that have been um woke i mean i hate the word woke and awake anymore well, it, awoken, it, it, woken up they, yeah. but you know but you, you know what i mean they, yeah. their eyes are open to the fact that they are in a they are in a system that is not looking out for the patient and, well, and I, I, are going I, rogue then you'll appreciate this subject because it aligns with everything you're going through with, with, with what you went through with your wife and everything else is that after all these years of podcasting i'd started throwing out the slang of uh well what is the pharmaceutical industry well, pharmaceuticals are, or, or they're basically, I call them, it's a pharmaceutical band-aid. It's not a cure. 
uh, the 99% of everything that's being issued and signed off on by an MD was because uh, a great sales pro and the company behind them convinced them that that's what you have to do for that specific symptom or whatever it is, but they, have, they don't take the time to then find the root cause. So you're just band-aiding it, is like the way I like to say it, with a, with a drug or drugs uh, with side effects and everything else. I'm like, okay, maybe you got to do that for a little while, but I'm like, okay, who's telling you, okay, start doing the research, right? Let's dig into your condition. Let's find what caused that, what triggered that or that or that, right? Nobody's doing that. I mean, but, but I, again, I'm one of these few geeks like you. I'm like, I'm going to take the time to research this and figure it out because I want to know, know what I did to myself or what triggered, what happened to me to trigger this, that, or the other thing that could be happening, right? N name another life form that creates artificial made chemical concoctions to deal with their health, wellness, ills, and, and, and problems. Right. I mean, I mean, it, 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 and we're supposed to be the superior species of the planet, you know, our you know, big I, brains. <laughs> no, all I look around and, 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 and it's this, this, this sounds so incredibly crunchy and hippie and I really don't mean it that way, but it's, it's like you look around and I, I look at something as simple as like a bird or a cat or, or, you know, a, dogs and look at what they do with their young. The first, the first things they do, they, they teach them how to eat. And they teach them where the water is and they, and, and they, they teach, they teach them how to fend for themselves. Mm -hmm. And we are the only life form that I'm aware of that that's not, that's not the model. We are not, we are, look at, look at something as simple as water. We are, you know, depending on who you want to argue with, you know, we're 70 to 80% water. We, water is hands down inarguably the most important component of life for a human being. Absolutely. It, absolutely. And, and look at, Water is not at the top of everybody's list of priorities, not even close. In fact, this, and, and this is, this is, this, I kind of, this hit me in about around 2016 that I fancied myself this independent guy, you know, middle finger, uh, I'm going to do it myself, <laughs> you know, creativity, sovereignty, all this stuff. And I was, I was, I live, I live out the West side of Nashville. I'm standing on my beautiful piece of property and, and I was just looking around and, and, and it hit me. It's like, I can't even get myself my own water. I can't get a glass of water without a corporate commercial third party. Oh, I mean, we just watched me. that. I forget the name of the documentary right now, but it was all about uh, the whole Coca-Cola, Pepsi-Cola industry where they figured out, oh, we could just bottle water and make money. Mm. Like they took a free, pro again, as a marketing pro, genius, right? But- from a basic fundamental of mankind, it's like there's a whole racket behind that. How it's not most of it's not even spring water, yada yada yada. It's a whole black hole. Great documentary. I'll have to look it up. But I mean, yeah, that's a most hot people. Mess. Yeah, most people don't even stop and think that there there is a paywall between human beings and water, and and like yeah. that that it it literally falls from the sky and springs from the ground, and there's a freaking paywall in between most humans and their water, and that's. What other species does that? What other but then there's there are some like great charities where we have to send. That's a, that's a sad part because we're so fine paying for bottled water in the first world country. Then we go and take our genius and our money. And, and I love the fact that we're giving back to third world countries, trying to help them uh, drill wells and get them good clean water. And I was like, meanwhile, we're just paying for stuff in toxic bottles of plastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we're not helping our. We're actually destroying uh -huh. ourselves while we're trying to help other people. The 
the very first thing that we as humans should strive to 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 have for ourselves is is we we should be taught how to get water. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's dig a well or or harvest it out of out of a water. Dude, source. I know how to. I mean, this is not crunchy. This is real. And this was before I became a firefighter. Like, and I'm not even a Boy Scout. But I was like, I know how to go to a creek and not with a fancy as I do have like the nice filters and stuff when I'm out camping, but you know, cause you don't want to get contamination from things like beavers and everything else, but okay, well I could just take different sediment soils and yeah, create yeah. a staging filter. Filter it. And then people are like, Oh, what are you like MacGyver? Are you a survivalist? I'm like, no, I just no, figured it out. I, I, I researched it. And before I go into the outdoors and be a moron, if I run out of water, that's longstanding human knowledge. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's I mean, basic survival skills. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so it's, it's just, um, it, it is, it's almost when I, th- when I think about water and the fact that there's a paywall between humans, most humans and their water, it's, it's obscene. It's, it's scary. It's, it's, most people, even people that fancy themselves leading a healthy lifestyle, most people have never, if ever, certainly not on a regular basis, um, have access to clean living water. No, I mean, at best, people are filtering their their water and 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 filtering, still not removing, you know, hydrofluoric salicylic acid. It's not moving a lot, uh, removing a lot of things. You know, and, oh, it's and, not even that. I mean, I, for multiple times over the years, I had on a, a great guy who aligns with you and everybody else, Doctor Anthony J, uh, geneticist. He great put out a great book years ago called Estro Generation, and specifically, mm-hmm. he's a huge advocate about getting people away from all forms of plastics because it is yeah, oh, a yeah. massive influence on your estrogen and your hormonal levels in your body. And this is that's just that's just that's just the casing that you're putting your water in besides everything you're talking about, all these other cross contaminants, right? All of these pharmaceuticals that we put in our body and now it goes out through our urine and now is in most city waters and it cannot be filtered out. Right. I I live, I live in a, I'm really, really, really fortunate to live where I live. I live in a very, very rural town West of Nashville. Um, You know, there's, you know, several, several hundred feet between, lot, you know, five, 10 acre lot. So I'm like, I can barely see my neighbors. Nice. And I am pulling water and, and, and literally the name of my town ends in Springs. So, nice. so, it, so it is a water-based community and I pull water out of the ground. And before I distill it, it's still like 140, 150 parts per million when, when, when I, when I pull it out of the, out of the, the ground. And so that's a lot of non-dissolved solids mm-hmm. just coming out of the ground. And, and man, I, I normally, I keep a jar right here. I, I keep a jar of the, of the sediment that I save because it blows me. I, I could run down and get it, but I know you don't, you know, we're not editing this or anything like that, but, but, but uh, man, it, I mean, just out of like 50 gallons of, of groundwater, I will extract about three pounds of solid rock hard waste. Oh, I have a well here. I know what you're talking yeah. about. I grew up. Yeah. On a, I grew up on a farm when I was a kid. We had a well there. I've. I mean, I just got done changing out my filtration system, and it's just crazy. And I'm still looking at doing some more upgrades because uh, I've only been in this house a year and a half because of that reason. And that's where that's where all your stones and and and, and blocked you know arteries and, and and stuff are coming from. Is the non-dissolved solids in water? And and it, and I'm telling you, like like I'm pulling one. 40 part per million out of a, you know, like I said, I live in a pristine rural area and I've got my own well. You go into metropolitan areas and the parts per million oh, are dude. like, you know, 350, 400. I mean, it's, it's like, it's disgusting what I've, people I've had drinking. people try and tell me that they'd rather live in this. And again, I've lived in both areas, but this is the fun, healthy debate, just on water. 
oh, okay, well, then I'll take the city then because you got well water. And they're like, well, if you've got a septic tank, your septic fields are draining, and that could all trickle down. I'm like, yeah, through earth sediment, so at least there's some filtration. Yes, you're still going to have some parts per million. But I was like, where do you think your water comes from in the city? Like, well, I have two cities near me. One I know is fed by reservoirs. One is also fed by their own city-owned wells. And then, but you still have sewage water. So it's like, yeah, you're bringing the fresh water, quote, fresh water in, but they're still recycling sewage water. And then that's all getting mixed together and then put into your water supply too. So you're hoping that the city and their infrastructure can do a lot of this filtration, but that stuff's been tested. Like I said, I already mentioned the pharmaceuticals that are still, you know, hanging out in there beyond other things so it's like yeah because yeah, there's so many things i mean i mean the the one that i think most people will will relate to is like glyphosate doesn't break down nope never breaks down you know animals eat it eat the animal you know it's always um, gonna be there out, out's in you you know and, and, and you you know you 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 might eat some of it out now it's in the ground you know something else plant uh, some some other plant will bring sure. it up root something will eat that plant i mean it just keeps going and 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 yeah, you know, so so I mean, water is such a huge topic, but it's not. I mean, I've never heard I've never heard a, a, a professional in a white coat with letters after their name tell somebody to you know that, that's having problems with stones of any kind. Drink just drink distilled water. I mean, the 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 the, the distilled water is a negative charge. The 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 non organic non organic solids that are in you positive charge. Just drinking the water that'll the two attract. Yeah. And you and you pee or sweat it I out. I agree. Yeah, I mean, thanks to distilled water, it was when I was a kid. That's what you put in your iron to iron your clothes, so uh, you know, the iron wouldn't get know, all corroded. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I, people I, only I, bought distilled water uh, for like preppers or for ironing clothes. <laughs> I, I, I have a very close relative that years ago um, was was mocking me um, for for the water thing, and this individual is is very into um, equipment, machinery, and all. And uh, only, only put distilled water through some of these machines. And I kind of called him on it. I said, why, why, why are you only, you know, why don't, why don't you put tap water through yeah. there? He's like, oh, that'll clog it up. It'll get all, you know, I mean, I mean, it'll ruin these machines. I was like, oh, so you care about those machines, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, these are expensive machines. So, you, so you're, you're putting distilled water through those things that you care about, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Think it through. Think it through. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, and I don't know if the if what is it, one of the most complex actually, machines uh, that's also alive yeah, on this planet. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like you've got you've got some you know you know Heisenberg compensator machinery thing that you're going to pour distilled water into because you don't want to ruin it. But you know you're freaking down in coats and shit, <laughs> and you're and, and all that stuff is 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 just building up in your body, and 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 you know you're wondering why you're you're bloated and bald and full oh, yeah. of stuff. Now, were you already geeking out about this stuff, or uh, or was that also just uh, did that envelop you and become more of a focus, even more when your wife was going through what she was going through, or was this already in your baseline? It was kind of both. I, I mean, I you know, I it was about around the age of ten, eleven. I, I was I, I, I an uncle, an older uncle was living with us as my dad's brother, and I was flipping through these things called record albums that he had. And I'm like, I said, I'm 10, 11 years old. And I'm, I'm looking at, um, I'm seeing these, you know, Led Zeppelin and Kiss and Janis Joplin and I have all these wonderfully freaky looking people. And I was like, I want to do that. You know? So I've always gravitated towards, um, not, you know, not, not, 
I'm 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 not a I'm not a masses kind of guy. I, I do, you know, if I see a hundred people going in this direction, I'm my 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 default is not to go follow. My default is to go, why the hell are they going over that way? And yeah. and before I even think about going that way, I want I just want to know what they're doing and why they're doing it. And and I might even go the opposite way just because, just because it's not that way. That's like what calls back to the original part of this show, right? At the beginning, it's like, God forbid you're curious and you want to look, look into things. <laughs> so, so, so I, I always, I think I always, you know, you and I um, have never lived a day of our lives where we did not know we were born into the meme that we knew, we knew that corporations were dishonest and and profiteering and, and deceptive. We knew politicians were dishonest, profiteering and deceptive. And and so I all like we've always known that. I mean, yeah. we we, we, it, we were born into a, a a culture that that was just it's just known. And so I've always I've always been aware of that. So, so if um take any take any topic, whether whether it's beer, if it's beer, I want you know artisan you know, made by actual humans in small batch beer. I don't, you know, I, I would, I would rather have no beer than drink something like Budweiser, Right. you know, wh- whether it's beer, whether it's chocolate, whether it's water, whether it's food, whether it's clothing. I mean, anything that is, I only, ma- I only drink scotch nowadays cause it's distilled and I, yeah. I support small batch uh, uh, companies. So, yeah. 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 So, so, so I, I, I think I've just always gravitated towards the, the smaller independent, um, you know, get your hands dirty, make it yourself type type. Well, if you get back to the economy, what is the actual primary source of income in this country? It's you know, that generates our economy. It's small businesses. It's not the big corporates, even though we're well, giving them and, a crap load of power. So, and we can't, and we can't have that Scott. We uh, can't have, God forbid. These, God forbid. yeah, we can't have these small independent thinking, creative businesses because you know my goodness they're they're they're, they're going to muck up the narratives and the and, and the marketing campaigns well, it's, it's back to you with your wife and the medical complex it's like i just found out i just talked to my dad the other day because he's he became type 2 diabetic even though i told him that's curable and uh over the past few years of bad choices and other things but they had to switch doctors they're older now and i'm like i just found out like the doctor he just went to they spent over an hour with him and i was like what <laughs> i was like where, where are you going? <laughs> and then luckily, I was like, they're private practice, aren't they? It's one of these last few like private practices. Like they're in the network, but they're still privately owned and privately practiced. And he hadn't seen this guy in 10 years because he, he had switched health insurance companies. And the guy remembered him. The guy's like, where have you been? You know, I hope you're healthy. Spent over an hour with him and my mother. I was like, oh my God, that just warmed my heart. <laughs> I was like, yeah. somebody's willing to spend more than ten minutes. So, and, and, you, know, you, you mentioned type two diabetes, like, and, and, and your is it your father is that yeah, your, my father, yeah, yeah, he got told he had a disease. It's that's not a disease. No, that's a like, man made problem. Like, it would be like if like I sat here with with this pen and I was drawing on my arm and I started getting ink and 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 we called that you know inkitis or something like that. <laughs> like it's a disease and it's like it's not a disease. You did it to yourself. You know, you're doing it to yourself. You want you want you want to yeah. stop that? Yeah. Stop drawing. And just to clarify, if you're type one, you were born with it. That's a different thing. Yes, we're that's referring whole, that's to type two, which is a mass issue in this country and now getting around the world because people listen to us. It is a man-made problem that is reversible and is yes. curable. So. Not not a not a disease at all, and it's something that's near and dear to my heart because it was later in life where we actually did find out what is wrong with with my wife. 
And it is what I would call type three, maybe even type four, depending upon who you're talking to, diabetes, where it's it's the reverse. Her pancreas isn't producing hardly any glucagon. Interesting. Uh, at, at all. Her, it produces insulin just And this fine. stems from the original diagnosis, quote, diagnosis no, 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 of MS no. or something else. This is an un- another no, see, underlying no, in thing. No, she got told, she got, she got told that she had MS. Okay. And, and and like I said, it took about it took about six months of interfacing with the industry to realize that MS and Lyme's to me are are diagnosis that are given when the medical professional has no idea what's going well, on. Well, they're so both the, inflammatory triggered illnesses yeah, or most most issues most health issues are inflammatory, inflammatory. exactly most I mean, I mean very few things that could be wrong with the human body oh. don't involve inflammation I, and so, this so is an unfortunate is subject that i've become passionate about because just like you're we're, we're going down this road now it's like i've had people from it, whether dude Carnivore experts talk about anti-inflammation to people saying water, obviously water to help fight inflammation to cutting the sugars, cutting the grains. I mean, I can keep going keto, not keto, all these things, right? It's like, dude, inflammation, all disease and viruses, et cetera, even viruses, yes, can feed off of negative inflammatory responses happening in and outside of your body. Like, so if you can start controlling that and reducing those influences, You're, you're putting yourself in a very powerful place. And there's no, as you well know, there's no magic wand that will stop inflammation across the board. It's so many things. I mean, you know, bad light causes inflammation, you know, um, not being grounded causes inflammation. Mm-hmm. Bad water, inflammation. Um, eating food that's not food, you know, inflammation. You know, drinking yeah, quote, food. Quote food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Manufactured garbage is not food. Yeah. So, so, so there's so many, there's so many things that cause inflammation and it, again, there's no magic wand. You, you have to take each aspect of your life and you have to, in, in my opinion, you have to decommercialize it. You have to decorporatize it. You have to, you have to get back to the natural root of whatever if if it's water you need natural water if it's food you need natural food if it's light you need natural light well and a lot of what you're talking about here is again we're we're back to your branding right uh, you know take take the red pill not the blue pill great great connection um great viral movie uh, series uh but it's and for those you don't understand i'm talking about the matrix um but the it's about Returning yourself to a state of independence, which is something that we have control over. And mm. all we're saying, I think a lot of what we're saying here today is, dude, just pause. Take some accountability, personal accountability. Be willing to under, start, start to understand. You're not going to understand everything tomorrow, right? I, I'm lucky enough to have launched a podcast, so I'm just surrounding myself with knowledge weekly. Uh, let alone all the other shows that I listen to. Just just me bringing people like you. It's like, okay, there you go. That's a great way. There's one way. There you go. One avenue. Start listening mm-hmm. to more podcasts, right? Or, or, ha- or, or you're, what, you're, what you're actually talking about is conversation. You yeah. learn through conversation. And and we're not encouraged to have conversation anymore. Right. We're, we're, you know, we're, what, even what a lot of people think of as conversation is not. You know, I mean, I think there's, there's, there's this. Very one-sided weird social peer pressure anymore to not disagree with anybody or not rock the boat or not ask the wrong question or not speak up or speak your mind because you're going to be labeled as 
some you know social posturing term that's bad or or or, or whatever and 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 so so conversation is so key to i mean you we are we're you and i are learning right now you know i i'm i i will i will be a more well-rounded person because of interacting with you and hopefully vice, and vice versa. versa right exactly yeah. because that's why i don't interview people I'm like, I just want to have a two-way conversation, for God's sakes. Like, I've had people like, you know, the trolls over the years, like on the YouTube channel, like, mm. Scott's talking too much, or this guy talking. I'm like, dude, it's one, it's my fucking show. Two, <laughs> I'm passionate about these subjects, too. Doesn't mean that you and I are going to align on everything, but we're having a human two-way conversation. Right. And if you don't like it, don't 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 watch or listen to the show. I don't care. There's there. Like, hey, here's a tip. There's tens of thousands of podcasts out there nowadays. Uh, yeah. Go pick somebody else. But you and I are going to hang out, and we're going to have a two-way conversation. God forbid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My goodness. Yeah, yeah and, and, and we're fellow authors. Now, granted, I, I love your your book. Uh, I have a book now, too, obviously, as of last year. But that was all about the wild and firefighting and my transformation and experiences from that. But that's a whole different thing. Yours, I think, is even more important. Because well, you know, people need to be swallowing the red pill and waking the hell up. <laughs> and, and that red pill, I mean, obviously it's 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 a it's a reference to the movie The Matrix, but really the reason that we chose that particular title is it's it really is an interesting um fork in the road. Yeah. It's it, it's it's it, it's an interesting fork in the road that if 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 you were if you had that choice, if you had the choice to know the complete truth would you actually want to know the complete truth and once you know the complete truth there's no going back you 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 know what you know and you just have to live accordingly forward just knowing the truth or you can take the blue pill stay exactly how you are you you, you only know what you know and, and and you live out the rest of your life uh, in blissful ignorance. There's well, that's a lot. like, uh, I hate, I love to connect on my wife because she's a smart cookie. She's a horse doctor. And it's like, okay, well, in the Amish and Mennonite world, what are horses to them? Farm machinery. What do they do to them? They stick blinders on them, right? The little mm -hmm. leather patches on the left and right. Why? That way they, they just are trained to pay attention to the reins, the pilot behind mm -hmm. the wheel. Well, do you want to be the pilot behind the, you know, not the wheel, but you know, behind the reins, right? So it's like, okay, well, do you want to wear blinders or do you want to know that you're being controlled? and sent wherever the hell they want to send you. I'd rather be awake, no blinders, and not be dependent on false information. However, however, when you when you choose to go in the path of the truth, the truth is almost always ugly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Almost always ugly. And that's that's not that's such scary. A thing, that's scary, it's John. Hard. It's hard for people though. It, it yeah. is hard. I mean I my my uh my father-in-law, uh, fellow by the name of Dave Cooper, probably one of the greatest men I've ever met. Um, wonderful man, um, just full of humility and 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 good teacher. Literally was a teacher his entire life, a science teacher. And um, everyone that's ever met him just falls in love with the guy. Wonderful human being. Hmm. His generation sounds like a great man. <laughs> <laughs> Did I mention he was a good man? Yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to go he, with great, but yeah. <laughs> his, uh, his, his, uh, his generation, it was it was not the norm for the the the, the common man or woman to question anything. Uh, the you know, like they would watch the news, mm -hmm. and, and 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 that was the news. And why would anyone lie? You know, oh, that's that's my parents. 
they they were I, I, I haven't watched the news in years because it, it became the negative news complex as I like to call it so now you know you, you and I we, again we've never lived a day when we have not known that that's all to be skeptical at best at yeah. best to be skeptical of it uh certainly it, 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 it it's it's you know the majority of it is BS mm-hmm. um but but there are there are still there are people there are people I'm I'm really frustrated with my my peer group a, a, a large portion of my peer group again like I said I graduated in 83 was born in 65 so um yeah you got me by 12 years I was born in 77 graduated high school in 95 so I'll be 46 this year so if you are over the age um of I'm going to I'm going to say 30 35 right mm-hmm. if you are over the age of 30 35 you are old enough to know that the District of Columbia, the Church of the Red and the Blue, mm-hmm. they name one thing that they have, and I, I'm, I'm putting them all together, them, name one thing that they have progressed society on. Like, how is anything better? Are we healthier? No. Are things less expensive? No. Are our lives, are we, are we, are, are, are we, are schools pumping out better quality students, no. uh, more educated, more you know self-sufficient and stupid kids that know how to take care of themselves? Um, are we less busy? Are we are, are we you know less distracted? Just just what it takes to earn a living. No. Just, just we still look at Europeans care. as weirdos because they could take a month off. I mean, are we are, are, are we more self-sufficient? In any way, I, I mean, you know, shelter, water, food, you know. No, if anything, we have after the past two, three years of bullshit. Uh, wherever your position is on it, it's like we were expected to take even more dependency on that, and people just signed off on it and let it happen. And I'm like, they don't know what they're doing, so, and we still so, followed him blindly. So my point is, um, I, I, I've been asking this question for a long time, and to this day, no one has ever given me an example of anything that the red and the blue people have made better in any way. Our, our food's not healthier. Our water's not better. And, and here's the best part. We elected better. them to help us and then paid them after we elect them to help us because yeah. that is supposed to be their job. But, but, yeah. but, but, and we could get into the whole thing of like, like we didn't actually do anything because it's a closed system. Well, yeah, there's that too. But yeah, but yeah, again, just on the surface but, level. But, but, but anyway, anyways, whole, whole other, whole other podcast. But oh yeah, yeah. Point is, there is no reason for anybody our age to believe in any of that anymore. We have no examples of how any of it has made anything better. Right. So, um, much like an abusive relationship. Hmm. It's like a giant Stockholm syndrome. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's like the biggest so, case of Stockholm syndrome. So many people are in love with their captors to the point that look at what happened three years ago when because the Trump administration told people to take the MAGA jabs, they took the MAGA jabs. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, just and which which blows my mind. And and the most and the people that were most passionate about taking the MAGA jabs were the people who were like every day you 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 turn on the TV or you'd look on social media and 
anything that the Trump administration could say, you know, breathe air, and 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 the 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 blue people would go, air's bad because yeah. Trump said. It was and then bad. we go and change the presidents, and it's the same yeah. shit show. So it's yeah. like. Yeah, well, well, you know, well, you know, now it's not MAGA jabs. Now it's Brandon. Yeah, 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 that was Brandon yeah. jabs, and it's just like, well, yeah, yeah, the jab's yeah. the jab, dude. Like, but, yeah, you, you but, both, you both fucked up. <laughs> but who in the, like, like my generation, your your generation, like, you had this. Who trusts a politician enough that just happened to have his pharmaceutical corporate partners yeah. all? At the, at the ready. Dude, I with, said with it from the beginning. Weapon. I was oh like, God, none of you have a health or medical background whatsoever. Hell, half the people in the pharmaceutical companies do not have a health or medical educational background whatsoever. It's not about health and wellness. I know. Like nothing that they, nothing it's a money that, complex. Yeah, it, it's well, a, yeah. It's, 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 there's, there's, there's money. Certainly, I think, I think control is a, is another big component. But then, you know, there's the whole eugenics aspect of it. I mean, there's, you know, there is. At, at that top, the the, the 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 influencers, the people that are pulling the strings, I've noticed a common thread that they're, they're all eugenics obsessed. Yeah. Like they're they are obsessed with gender and and and, and sex and, and and race and and trying to uh, eliminate all of that. They're trying to eliminate gender. They're trying so much to polarization. Eliminate. So because yeah, they, they know it'll trigger polarization. Well, well, there's that, but, but also, you know, it, like you said, in the eighties, no one gave a shit. It's like, dude, we're too busy doing other things. You do you, you know, it's all good. Their mortal enemy is individuality. And that, that's why that's the, the, at the attack on gender, that that's what, that's what's behind it. You, their, their goal is to, is to eliminate gender so that there is no individuality. And unfortunately some, some very innocent, um, unsuspecting souls are getting sucked up in those narratives and doing awful very, things. It is very tragic because then it some is people, very, 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 very uh, tragic. Yeah, yeah, you know, and 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 they're 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 obsessed with you know sterilization and 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 any anything anything death. Yeah, you know, it's like they're like a like a pro death cult. I mean, they love antibiotics. I mean, the word biotic means life. Mm-hmm. Antibiotic means anti life. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and 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 the whole you know the 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 whole obsession with anything death you know they, they 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 want to kill the young they want to kill the old they want people to be able to kill themselves on demand i mean it's it's all eugenics death yeah, i saw process. even canada pulled that trigger that was crazy oh, yeah i'm like what okay okay i don't watch the news enough and then somebody brought that up I'm like oh that's already been going on i'm like what why are why is anyone listen like, this they are psychopaths Dude. like they are psychopaths they, they are eugenics obsessed warmongering serial killer psychopaths like yeah. and why is anybody listening to them anymore and, and quite quite honestly because they've run the data less and less what well, less and less people are yeah. you know I, oh, I, mean, I agree with that but they've yeah. also again because they have the money marketing guys right they have the money they can run the research and like oh dude people there's enough weak-minded people out there looking to be led we could push almost anything over these people let's just keep testing it yeah. and then people keep letting it happen and it's like Dude, just think for yourself. Like, just take a deep breath and pause. Just pause. And just think about that for like a half a second, maybe 30 seconds. You'd be surprised. There's a best-selling book, uh, The Five-Second Rule, that's, you know, shared in the self-development world, the professional development world. And it's like, okay, that could apply in so many things. It's not even funny. Mm -hmm. Just pausing Mm -hmm. for five freaking seconds. I mean, it's life-changing. And whether you're into personal and professional development up, this is like, that's something that applies to just daily life daily life it's crazy
Yep. Yep. It, it's a, it's, it, we, we, we live on a very strange playing field. You know, you mentioned the, you know, they, they have the money. I think money is an interesting topic, right. Especially right now, because what, what, you know, another thing you and I have never lived a day or experienced. Well, maybe, maybe if you, if you went well, to a country that should be debt free, but isn't, well, but we don't even have, <laughs> we've never had money. You know, you no. and I have never touched money. Yeah. It's, it's the, what we call money is not money. It's, it's not real. Debt. Yeah. Well, the debt notes, I yeah. mean, and, you can't, and we don't even it. own our debt notes. Mostly, China owns most of that. That's so. that's what. Yeah, when 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 I hear people talking about you know taxes and it's like that's our money. It's like no, it's their money. Yeah, no, like we I, owe them so much freaking money. It's not even funny. So. All, you know, every you know you if you anybody open up your wallet and and any of those bills that are in there, look at them. They 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 say they're debt notes on it, and they don't belong to you. Yeah, they belong that that debt belongs to somebody else, and so. We we somehow got duped as a as a society into we pay our debts with debt, which wrap your head around that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, you know, if 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 I owed you ten, you know, ten apples, you know, and I and, and I and I paid you with a piece of paper that says, "Hey, I I owe you I owe you ten apples, another ten apples." Yeah. <laughs> You 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 not only didn't get your ten apples back, but you got the debt of an of an additional ten yeah. apples. It's correct. Yeah. But and now those pieces of paper aren't even worth it, dude. No joke. I, the the hotel I stayed at last night, I could not. Actually, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. I wasn't gonna buy a bottle of water, mm-hmm. but I forgot my filter at home. It's I all like, they have. I went to the front desk at the hotel. I'm like, do you guys have water? They were under construction. They didn't have vending machines on it. I pull out my wallet. I was going to pay cash. They wouldn't take cash. Uh, I, don't, I was I, like, I, what the? F-? I, I, I was like, I didn't even realize I, I was staying in a place like that. I was like, I'm sorry, what? And they're like, oh, yeah, we're a cash-free uh, company. I was like, okay, you, good. No, I'll never stay here again. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I just said, close me out right now. I'm done. And again, close like by, yeah, last I'm time like, I checked, you, I thought you, you, by you, law, like <laughs> our, our, again, even though it's fake, that's supposed to be accepted everywhere. Well, it, it, it. Albeit debt at this point, at least it's right, a yeah, physical yeah. token. Yeah, yeah that, that yeah. you know, like a, a, anybody that ha, anybody that has money sitting in a bank that you just their digital, basically digital credits on a ledger somewhere. Right, get it out and get it into your hands. Uh, it, be, it may be debt notes, but they're physical things mm-hmm. that you can hold. And um, I mean, or get anyone, really good at a secondary skill set so you can eventually barter for anything. Because I love barter. Well, that's that's yeah. and that, and that's and that's where we're going. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that 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 is where the that is. I, I really believe that is the new economy. I see it. In fact, I see it all around. Well, it was the foundation before we created this hot mess. You know, a well, long, long time ago was you just, hey, you have that skill. I have this skill. Let's let's barter. Let's exchange. You, you, you we we see it. Like I mean. That's what farmers markets are for for most, you know, in essence, they're, they're basically barter markets or it's the gray market. You know, I mean, not all that stuff is being tracked and traced and, you know, you know, when I was a kid, my dad got rid of the dairy farm in New Jersey. We moved to Pennsylvania and uh, we had a small farm, like 15 acres, but he was a livestock transporter service as a business. So he said, Mm -hmm. Hey, contacted one of the local farmers near us and said, Hey, I've got, eight acres of field. I don't have the machinery or the wherewithal to farm it. I'm too busy doing the livestock services. Would you like to farm the fields? All I ask in exchange is you give us a, uh, a load of hay uh, to feed our animals in the wintertime. And so, hey, we gave you the land. You farm it. You just pay us with some, uh, some, some of the uh, crop in return. 
And, and then if it was a little bit off, my dad would just offset his rates to transport their animals to the markets or the slaughterhouses. Mm-hmm. That's how it was done, like, my entire childhood. <laughs> yeah, I tell people those stories, and they're people like, what? No, it, <laughs> I, I, uh, I feel my heart, my heart goes out to people who live in densely populated metropolitan areas because I think those people are going to feel what is coming. Oh, look than- at every zombie apocalypse movie that's ever been made. Where does it go down first? Yeah. <laughs> the, I, the, I mean, the cities. Pe- pe- people lost their minds when they couldn't get toilet paper. Um, Dude, that was so funny. Ima- imagine what, 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 what will happen when you just, you know, there, there, there won't, there, we, I will say this to anyone that cares to listen take for granted and count it a blessing that you can still get in a car and drive to a store pretty much anytime you want. And Mm -hmm. for the most part, get what you need kind of on demand. Those days are coming to an end. And I don't, I don't mean to sound like, and if you want to understand it better, get in your travel now and go to these other countries. I've been to South Africa. Now, granted, that's not the middle of Africa, but then I've gone into these really low-income, poor areas, and you need to go to other countries that aren't here in the USA and see that, okay, this stuff already exists. It's been there a well, long time. The, you know? the, 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 the Red Pill book, uh, uh, the, the back, you know, yeah. there's five guys. I'm the, I'm the only one that is uh, in the U.S., the other four in the U.K. Yeah, I'll and, screen share that part right here. Yep. And, I, uh, and I will, I can tell you, like, and they, they can tell you, that I mean, they're just living normal lives. They're just like you and me doing doing their thing over there. Um, the the UK, what's happening in the UK tends to be about you know six months ish ahead of what happens here. But they it it is it is long since been like they can't just go into the store and get chicken whenever they want or bacon no. whenever they want or ground beef whenever they and people want. People hear those stories, they think that's you know the history of Russia. I'm like, oh no, that's happening in modern countries like the uk like England. and they've been they've been living that way now for you know a year or so yeah where, where that's that's just normal now and, and you know we we are like i said count it count it the blessing that you can get into your car and drive to walmart or wherever <laughs> it is that you drive and, and, and it, go it was get, like the whole uh, this whole egg shiraz or you know, oh. charade I was like, everybody's like, oh, I was like, I, I just drive 20 minutes over to this giant local egg farm that, and cause they don't buy the corporate feed, which yep. we now, yeah. whether people want to believe it or not, was why people's own personal hens weren't laying is because mm-hmm. somebody changed the feed. They yep. have theirs locally made here in Pennsylvania. So they were like, I'm, I'm walking out with flats of eggs and I put on Instagram and people are like, Oh my God, that's like titanium value. And I'm like, all right, uh, joking aside, you guys are idiots. Go find a local farm. I, a <laughs> uh, little, little sidebar, uh, every, every year I try to give myself a little, um, milestone to hit. And it was, uh, it was 2016 and the 17, my, my milestone to hit was I am no longer going to buy food from retail. Like mm, that's a hell of a goal. Well, and I stopped yeah. and it was uh, surprisingly easy. Yeah. Um, but the best part of that was I don't just go by, it was the relationships that I formed. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't buy eggs anymore. I, I go see my dear friends, Mitch and Serena, who live on a beautiful farm. They have a, you know, that they're the beautiful little girl um, that they're, that they're raising. And, mm-hmm. and this little girl's growing up on a farm with, pigs and cows and chickens and, yep. and, and, and honeycombs and, you know, and, 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 and it, it is, it, 
I'm so there that I just don't buy eggs. I go see my friends, yeah. and they've been friends for years now. They're not just oh, an this egg, egg farm. She's my wife's client. Like they, she well, takes care of their horses, yeah. and she's like, "You've never been there," and she's like, and, "She's like, go there." I was like, "Okay." Go and ahead. you you want to know something? No no egg shortage whatsoever. In yeah. fact, my dear friend Serena, just this past Saturday, um, I always stock up on Saturdays. I make all my farm runs on, on Saturday morning. Same here. That, and she actually gifted me four extra dozen because she had extra eggs yeah. because a couple, of, a couple of people just didn't show up, you know? Yeah. And I mean, like, there's there's for for the people dealing in in real eggs like in real eggs on a in real life mm-hmm. there's no egg shortage no. And, and and the eggs that i buy that i first of all i know the chickens have never touched commercial chicken feed at all they're eating bugs and grubs and oh yeah and, yeah and the feed that they do eat when they do eat feed is artisan feed that that the the my, my friends Mitch and Serena meticulously sourced to make sure that there's that was the nothing. way I grew up too. When I was a kid, the first business I had, I sold eggs on the side of the road. I had a 30 hen chicken house, you know, yeah. that I had to take care of as like, I was like 10. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, not so, rocket science. No. So. And, 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 and my, and the eggs that I get are, are honestly, they are the best eggs I've ever seen, mm-hmm. tasted or experienced in my yeah. entire life. And they're, and they are cheaper yeah. Than what is than the crap garbage eggs that are sitting in Kroger right now. Oh yeah, I'll eat two of those eggs to every six of whatever's in the store because I just I just know from raising nutrient density everything. Yeah. It's night and day these, difference. Yeah. yeah, these 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 yolks are like the deepest darkest orange. Yeah. I mean, it's it, uh, it's it's it, wonderful, absolutely yeah. wonderful. Yeah, I, it's it's ridiculous. Actually, I got a screen share again because everything we're hinting on right now is about fighting dependency. And I know that you are also, besides the book, have a nice little uh, download for people here about anti-dependency. Absolutely. A little suggestion guide, if you will. I'm bringing that up because I do have another podcast coming up. We ran a little bit long. I'm guessing you're fine on your end because we just kept going (laughs) because I have one coming up here at the the half hour. Um, But... I love the fact that you have also have this available to help people. So even if they're not ready to read the red pill yet, uh, you have a free download for people. Yeah, so. and and, I, and I, with, with all sincerity, there's, there's no sales pitch. You're not yeah. going to get your email address to market you um, garbage or whatever. We just love sharing knowledge, and this is valuable now. Like I said, it's valuable knowledge that empowers. It's um, There's 10 areas of life that um, – this guide will show you, and it's got real things that real people can do that don't cost any money. That you can just take back some of your, you know, take back some of your freedom, some of your sovereignty. It touches on water, touches on light, EMF, electrosmog, grounding, healthcare, sourcing, physical goods versus digital goods, media in general, uh, commercial versus private, and it ends um, with the topic of consent. And like I said, each section just gives you. Uh, several real life examples of things that you, I, anyone can do to become a little more free, a little more sovereign, a little more independent, and just a little more in control of who you are. Well, and I think that's the biggest thing. If you had to pick an easy way to kind of trip the trigger, right? Just to kind of flip your brain a little bit. It's like something as simple as that, a simple little guide, you breeze through and you pick maybe only one thing stands out to you, but like that's one little tiny step to light the fire as because I mm. fires and everything I do, right? It's like, wait a minute. Ooh, I just became a little bit more independent or a little bit more confident too. Cause that's not, it's not just, okay. Whether people want to follow the complexes and all that, uh, dude, just feel more confident 
about who you are and where you're at in life. And this can apply, again, if you're happier at home, whether you're in a relationship or not, that transcends into what you do professionally, what you do in your relationships and everything else. And that's why things like this, like episodes like this, it's like, just consider doing something outside what you think, quote, is the norm that could possibly give you a little more sense of freedom, a little more sense of confidence. That's what, that's what I love about podcasting <laughs> is yeah. this is well, free information just to get you to think a little bit more. Well, when you do something for yourself, when, when you are, when you are self-sufficient in any way, it feels, it's empowering, it's powerful, yeah. you know, and, and, and there's, there's, there's a bit of a rush there and, you know, and, and, and after a while you just, you, you just become wired that way and you just want to, to live that way. And if that, the, I, I've yet to have anybody download that guide and not go, oh man, I didn't know that. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of little fun thing, lots of pictures and, and, and graphics and also, so. Well, did you, I, did you, did you fire that one off first or after the book? That was, oh, that was after the book. I figured yeah, it was after the book because obviously you have Red Pill Revolution quoted on the book. So I figured it was yeah. like, a, it was like a, almost like an extra epiphany and you're like, oh dude, yeah. let's, let's get that out there too. Yeah, well, we're, we're, there's 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 a new book coming here in in the next thirty days called the Red Pill Food Revolution. Well, let's pause and, on that because as we're coming yeah. to the show, I wanted to bring that up because while we're live on the air, are you game to come back? Oh, would love to, Scott. Absolutely. Game on. Because I feel bad because I I do have two back to back shows booked, and I'm like, no, I no, know no. you and I can geek out more, but I was like, well, there's also more reason because there's another book coming or a second release, I should say, or well, is is it a whole other book? Or what, the whole other book, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The red the red pill series. It's a series. You know, we we, we did we did the intro. The, the the first book is an intro. Next book is is food. Then we're going to do the red pill legal lawful revolution, which is the difference between legal and lawful. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do the 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 medical health and wellness revolution. I mean, we're, we're gonna just keep going. Oh, so each take, series will go deeper into specific deeper, deeper segments. Into all, all these all these verticals. I like it. So the first book is like uh, uh, all enveloping. And now you get to dig deeper into each section. Okay. Exactly. exactly. I like it. Exactly. That's the way you do a series. Well done. You might yeah, actually man. have a little experience in this. I don't know. Just throwing that out uh, there. Just copying <laughs> what, what they did with Pokemon and Star Wars. So. <laughs> uh, okay. They can keep the Pokemon. I do understand Star Wars. Although it was way the hell out of order, but it definitely got me hooked and I did watch everything. So, yes. Um, and, but, and, and then Disney bought it. Yeah. That just ruined it. It just, yeah. If they come out with anything else, actually, anything new they come out with, I have no interest in. <laughs> so, uh, Disney. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, as we bring the show to a close, because I want to give you a proper goodbye off the air, uh, I do ask my co hosts, and you are quite inspiring. So, I do ask over the years, it used to be final words of the show, and then I learned to realize that it's about leaving a legacy behind with everything we do. It inspired me to write my book, start my charity, and I figured. If people don't come back and listen to that second episode, I want to make sure you close out this episode, which I have a feeling people are going to come back and listen to the second appearance anyway. But that being said, is there an all-encompassing message right now for the first book and where you're at now, that free guide, everything else? Is there something that is has become kind of a legacy message for you uh, that you're yeah. kind of leaving oh, behind? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And it's and it's very simple. It's 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 okay to ask questions. It's okay to be skeptical. And it's okay to say no embrace the ability to say no um it sounds so simple but but saying no is really hard for people because especially these days a lot of people are socially shamed into like i said there's this weird kind of peer pressure thing going on where people are afraid they know that they, they, you know a lot of people know that they don't want to do these things or think these things or say these things or think a certain way 
but they're just afraid to they're they're afraid to be individuals and 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 I just if if nothing else if 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 when I'm gone and you're standing at my at my headstone which is going to be a big middle finger <laughs> maybe someone will maybe someone will go at, at least that guy did everything he could do to 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 let everyone around him know it's it's okay it's okay to talk it's it's okay to have opinions it's okay to ask questions and it's absolutely okay to say no um no human has the right to declare non-consensual authority over another human and if somebody is claiming authority over you um i would question that i would question that relationship i'd want to see the paperwork behind it and 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 how that 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 other person thinks that they have this authority and uh, don't be afraid to say no and and and, and most importantly, you can do all of that with a smile on your face and love in your heart. And, and, and it doesn't, it, it, no, nobody has to act like a Karen, you know? Well said, sir. It's okay to say no. I don't know. Well, listen, hang tight. I want to give you a proper goodbye off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I mean, I can't say it any better. He brought the show to close very, very strongly. I think this applies to so many things in life. It's not even funny. Uh, there's lots of great influencers out there who tell you that everything you say yes to in life means you have to say no to something else. So why don't you start saying no more so you can say yes to things that are actually positively influencing you in your life. Uh, so again, don't forget to check out the the free download. I'll have that linked in the show notes or you just go to the redpillrevolution.com and that's the guide uh, titled Anti-Dependency Suggestion Guide. So ladies and gentlemen, I will be bringing John back because he truly did embody the, the statement of our show. We are here to fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. I hope some of what we said today and discussed today lights a little fire in yourselves. Uh, he left behind some great legacy words for us today. I'm looking forward to our second episode. So stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave us a positive review. If you only if you don't have a positive review, then don't leave it because that's just rude. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, you two can live the fuel. John helped us do that today. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you, Scott.